welcome back. We're just a little more than a month away from primary day, and one of the most interesting races in both parties will be for Illinois Secretary of State, an open seat for the first time in literally decades. On the Republican side, the state lawmaker Dan Brady is facing a challenge from a well-known name locally. He was the longtime Sangamon County State's Attorney, and then he was U.S. Attorney for the Central District of Illinois, and now he would like to be your Illinois Secretary of State. John Milheiser live with us this afternoon. John, great to talk to you. Uh, welcome to the program. Jim, it's great to be on. How are you doing? Doing very well, thank you. Well, let's dive right into this and uh, tell everyone why you want to be the next Illinois Secretary of State. Well, number one, it's such an important office. Uh, and does so many different things for the citizens of Illinois. Uh, and the people of Illinois deserve good government and to have leaders they trust, and they don't trust those in charge right now. Um, I've been teaching the last year at Lawrence Education Center. I teach a government class, and it became abundantly clear early on, you know, when talking about those in charge and state government and politicians, you know, the kids don't trust them. And when you look at the history of corruption in Illinois, there's history of corruption in the Secretary of State's office. Uh, this is such an important position. We need to make sure the next Secretary of State is a public servant, there for the right reasons, not a career politician. And that's why I'm running to make sure we deliver the high level of service in that office that the citizens of Illinois deserve. You have focused a lot on fighting corruption as you have uh, launched this campaign, which leads to the obvious question. If, if your goal is to fight corruption, why didn't you run for attorney general as opposed to secretary of state whose job description doesn't really include corruption fighting? Well, to fight corruption in Illinois, it is so um, pervasive um, and it's been around for so many decades that it takes a whole of government approach and we need to put in place strong leaders statewide we can't prosecute our way out of it. I was reading an article. It said from 1970 to 2010, which is 40 years, there were 1,500 convictions for corruption in Illinois. So you think with those prosecutions, it would stop. Well, absolutely, it does not. Uh, with the recent uh, indictment of former Speaker Madigan, um, corruption obviously is not ending. Uh, sentencing of Representative Arroyo, former se Representative Arroyo yesterday, and he was sentenced to 57 months for bribery pled guilty last fall and in his case his lawyers filed with the court in an argument for a lower sentence that to punish representative arroyo to reduce public corruption in illinois is like trying to drain lake michigan with a spoon so it just sort of highlights how pervasive that corruption is and you can't just prosecute your way out of it you know we, we there could be more fbi agents hired more prosecutors but to truly get rid of it we need to elect strong leaders statewide uh, outsiders who will go in and not do business as usual, uh, but root out that corruption statewide. Uh, and that's why I'm running for Secretary of State. So what are you going to do to get rid of corruption? If, if prosecuting doesn't work to get rid of it, if putting the perpetrators behind bars doesn't work to get rid of it, what are you going to do to get rid of it? Well, I think it works. It's a part, it's a part of the solution, but it's not all you, can, all you have to do. You have to elect strong leaders that have zero tolerance uh, for corruption uh, in all of the constitutional offices statewide. And when you look at this particular race, you look on the Democratic side and you have uh, Alexi and Anna pointing fingers at each other, constantly arguing who's um, less ethical or more unethical. Uh, and uh, on my side in the primary, a state representative who's been in the state house for 20 plus years. And what the people don't need is a career politician in that role. The Secretary of State has to wear so many different hats 
and do operate in so many different lanes. Uh, and one of those is to understand what corruption looks like in state government, be able to root it out to make sure that the important office of the secretary of state can deliver all the services it needs to deliver at a high level. And when we start rooting out that corruption, there's money to be saved in state government. Um, when you streamline and improve technology within the secretary of state's office, there's millions and millions of dollars that can be saved for the taxpayer. Uh, and that's one of my priorities uh, when I get into the Secretary of State's office. Well, let me ask you about that. You've got a commercial uh, just out where you talk about modernizing government services and saving, quote, millions in taxpayer dollars. So pretty common refrain we hear from uh, people running for office all the time, how they're going to make things more efficient, get rid of waste and fraud, and save millions of dollars. And yet there's not a lot of evidence that that ever actually materializes. What specifically are you going to change that will save, quote, millions of dollars? Well, I tell you, it, it will materialize when I'm the Secretary of State. Number one, uh, go in and do an audit from day one, see what works well, what doesn't, uh, identify waste, fraud, and abuse in the office, and then improve that technology piece and streamline services. When you do that, you can cut down on uh, maybe employees needed or driver's facilities, um, and, and in a, that way save taxpayers money. Um, and when you look at all of state government and the budget, particularly within the Secretary of State's office, $550 million, there's money to be saved by proper management in that office and in improving technology and streamlining those services. And I, as I've been traveling to every corner of the state, um, there's excitement out there for increased technology, for using your phone to get services done safely, the Secretary of State's office, from making appointments to going there and not having a line out the door. So citizens are excited about what is going to be coming in the Secretary of State's office and the changes that are going to be made. Did, did, did I hear you correctly that you anticipate potentially cutting jobs and closing Secretary of State facilities if you're elected? Well, what I said was you have to look at that technology piece. So if there is more that we can do online uh, to alleviate the need for offices, that's great. If we can... Um, modernize those offices to reduce the need for employees or or different ways to use your phone uh, when you improve technology. You know, Illinois is blessed with world-class universities, world-class corporations and businesses in the technology sector. We need to tap into that uh, and utilize that in the Secretary of State's office. You know, Jim, when I moved here 28 years ago to go to law school and got my driver's license for the first time, the offices look very similar now the way they did back then. So we need to not only improve that online piece, but also uh, in person. And when we do improve that, that uh, technology piece, uh, then we'll see where we are with the number of offices. Maybe we need to increase some in certain parts of the state and reduce some in certain parts of the state. But we need to look at all 102 counties and make sure that we're maximizing those services and delivering them to everyone in Illinois. We're talking with John Milheiser, one of the Republican candidates for Illinois Secretary of State. Uh, John, as you said, you know, bottom line is uh, when people think of the Secretary of State's office, at least in my experience, they mostly think about how can I get my driver's license renewed in the easiest way? How can I get my license plates renewed in the easiest way? I know there's a lot of other services you provide, but that's what touches probably the most people. Last time I renewed my license plates, I did it all online. They mailed me the sticker. It was frankly kind of a piece of cake. So, so what 
what's going to be different if you're elected? How will that process of those kind of basic things in the Secretary of State's office be made better if you're the guy in charge? Well, I think we look at different services that can be provided online. Uh, you have an example of, of the sticker. Um, and there have been improvements made uh, in the Secretary of State's office. I worked very closely throughout my years as a prosecutor with the Secretary of State's office. Um, but there's imp- additional uh, improvements that can be made. I've been you know, talking to the car dealers, and, and the way that information is transferred um, can be updated and improved to save time and save money. Um, other business services, registrations. Uh, when you look at public libraries, public libraries really are still used around the state. Not as much books uh, anymore, although people still go and read books and they're very uh, beneficial in communities. But looking at those as being technology hubs uh, for individuals in those communities. Um, adult literacy grants, as I said, I've been teaching the last year at Lawrence Education Center. Uh, and for my years as a prosecutor, understand the importance of education, uh, adult literacy, reading, writing. Uh, and make sure that we maximize the use of those grants uh, to educate uh, folks out there. And in fact, I w- I'll tell you, I saw, almost saw a direct correlation between people staying in school and getting uh, their degree and staying out of the criminal justice system. Uh, that's why it's been very rewarding for this, la- this last year, helping individuals obtain their high school diploma. In fact, graduation is next Friday, June 3rd, uh, at BOS Center, so that'll be a... Um, that would be an exciting time. I'm sure, very gratifying. Uh, one of the big issues Secretary, Secretary of State's office has been involved in, in uh, over the years is organ donation. This is an issue that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, what do you think you can do to get more people to be willing to donate organs to really improve that system overall here in Illinois? Well, Jesse White has done a, a, a great job highlighting that uh, for folks in Illinois to make sure they sign up for it. Um, and a couple things we can do. One, I think we can... Uh, highlight those that have benefited, those families that have benefited uh, from organ donation and the life-saving procedures, but also show people just the thousands of individuals that are on that transplant list, um, how the the need is out there. I think if you educate people about that, they'll really understand, holy cow, I can, um, with something very simple, really help people out. It also hits close to home for me. My sister-in-law for years was on the transplant list um, for an organ. Um, and her numbers, thankfully, have gotten a little better now, so she's not. But uh, that was something that would be talked about uh, at family gatherings and just the, the need uh, for people to understand that, that it's out there uh, and it can be life-saving for families when they find a donor. Another big issue uh, over the years in the Secretary of State's office, DUI, uh, it's been my feeling that we don't necessarily uh, prosecute these cases aggressively enough. Do you think our DUI laws are tough enough here in Illinois? Um, I, I, I believe the DUIs are tough enough as long as they're prosecuted effectively um, by every state's attorney. Um, And when I'm Secretary of State, I will work very closely with all 102 state's attorneys to make sure they have the information they need from the Secretary of State's office. You know, my years as Sangamon County State's Attorney, I I would work very closely with the Secretary of State's office, and we had a very good working relationship. Uh, I've called SOS employees to testify before uh, in court on different issues. And so we'll make sure that we have that close working relationships. And over the years, I've learned that partnerships are key to efficient and effective government services. And we'll make sure we partner at the Secretary of State's office with all 102 uh, state's attorneys to deliver those services and to make sure that 
they can prosecute those DUI, DUI offenders. Um, and distracted driving, quite frankly, that's an issue that over the last couple of years has skyrocketed and the dangers out there. Um, you know, as a, a father of, of children, you know, when you turn over those keys and you have them drive, you're petrified when they're on the roadways. Um, that's a fear. So anything we can do to make it safer uh, on our kids, safer on other drivers on the roadways, we need to do. And not only prosecuting DUI and distracted driving, but also educating those kids of the dangers. Uh, and during my years as both U.S. attorney and state's attorney, talked to high school age kids all the time about the dangers out there. Uh, and, you know, told them, hey, this is, these are life-changing decisions and you make. Also highlighting for them, you know, when somebody's made the wrong decision and those horrific, tragic consequences that come about. Uh, and unfortunately, their examples um, seem like every couple months uh, in our area and in Illinois. And so highlighting those so people know that, hey, this is deadly, serious business. John Milheiser, we are unfortunately out of time. How do people learn more about your campaign? Well, they can go to johnmilheiser.com and Secretary of State's office, important office. Uh, look forward to bringing uh, the varied services to everyone in Illinois.